1: It's time for Friday Follies, right here on the Mutual Audio Network.
2: The following audio drama is rated G for general audience.
0: This episode of Bells in the Battery was released July 25th, 2016. Any similarity between this episode and the 2016 presidential campaign is just ridiculous. So don't even think about it. (laughs) The name is Montworth. Brad Montworth. Occupation, Spawn. I was recruited by the Society of Exceptionally Genetically Altered Roaches, or S-E-G-A-R, which I just realized spells cigar, as in close, but no, but I digress. These exceptional, intelligent roaches have a plan to create a utopia on Earth, an Eden for all creatures under the sun and under the refrigerator. Okay, for roaches everywhere, but they needed intelligence. And when you think intelligence, you think Brad Motworth, because nobody is intelligenter than I am. Is. So, I was set out by the Seagar to uncover the best ways for roaches to take over the world, to enslave man. Well, not all men, you understand. Just those that aren't. Brad Mottworth, roach spy. Oh, that could sound better. Insect spy. No, vermin. No, no, wait. How about just SPY? Yeah, yeah, that works. Okay. SPY. I decided to start my intelligence gathering with Mr. Bell, my pre-spy boss. But first, I needed to find him.
1: Well, Mr. Bell, the new Bat Free is finished. This deserted underground facility that you found for a song It's been refurbished, and is now our
0: new home. Right you are, Arnie. Everything's been moved in, and now we can get down to business as usual.
1: And Brad can come crawling out of his hiding place. How's that? He can emerge from whatever dark corner he's been hiding in.
0: Why would Brad be hiding?
1: Mr. Bell, what have we been doing the last few weeks? Well, we've
0: been working hard on... Oh, we've been working, working hard. hard.
1: exactly. And now that the work is
0: done... Hi-ho, hi, Mr. Bell. How are you? What's going on? What's been happening? We've been getting the new battery in order, Brad. Well, whatever I can do to help, be sure to...
1: You insect. How did you find out? You're like the crack stopper, and we're like the ants, and you're lazy, and we work hard.
0: <laughs> oh, that insect. I thought you meant roach. Roach? Coach, coach. Yeah, <laughs> Like, put me in, coach. I'm ready to work.
1: The work is all done, Brad.
0: Yes, yes. Yes, I know. And
1: how did you know that?
0: Because the walls have ears and legs and exoskeletons and little antennae wiggling around. Brad, what are you talking about? There's no plot. I deny it. Uh, uh, all right, all right. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I need you to do me a favor. Okay. I need you to take over. We're not taking over anything. What have you heard? Take over this chair to Miss Schmackelheimer's desk. I can do that. See, Brad,
1: you're acting
0: weird than usual. I'm not acting weird. Who's acting weird? I'm not acting weird. Brad, you traitor. I'm not a traitor. I resent that. What have you heard? What have you discovered? What do you know? Trade her her chair for this one. Brad, are you feeling okay? Oh, I'm feeling fine. Absolutely nothing is wrong. What? Wrong. Okay.
1: Listen, if I'm gonna get some work done, I gotta step on it. Step on who?
0: Where are they? Under our feet?
1: I gotta move quickly to my lab, Brad.
0: Gee! <laughs> of course there's. Why don't you just go on to your lab there, Arnie, and uh, Mr. Bell and I will have a nice little chat, we will. Look
1: at you? I'm out of here.
0: So, Mr. Baum, what's on your mind? Well, now that the battery Free is all completed, I was thinking... How many humans there are on the Earth? Uh, no, I wasn't thinking By of... golly, I bet there's a lot. Yeah, uh, several billion. Right, and how would they defend themselves against tiny little invaders? Build tiny little walls? Oh, roaches can climb walls. What? Uh, I-, I said goat cheese in a can is a crime, Wells. Who's Wells? I am, uh, thank you for asking. How are you? Listen, Brad, I really need to get back to work. Yes, there'd be no defense against an onslaught of tiny little six-legged monsters. Yeah, I guess it would, but it probably would depend on who's leading them. <gasps> I hadn't thought of that, Mr. Bell. I suppose not. Listen, I've got to see a lot of people today, Brad. Six-legged people? No, no, but a real parade of- Raid! Don't say raid! Don't say... Um... Never mind. Brad, don't you have something you need to do? No! Why? What have you heard? Brad, just leave. Just go away. Just crawl under something. Yeah, sir, Mr. Bell. I'll go make my report. What report? To who? To Seagar. What? Uh, you want two cigars? Uh, I had two babies. <laughs> Brad, go away. Right you are, Mr. Bell. I'm out the door right now. Goodbye. <laughs> he doesn't suspect a thing. I return to the mysterious closed-off room where I meet with my roach co-conspirators. But there was nobody there. I could hear the faint rustle of something passing in the shadows. But it moved on. I figured it was probably a foreshadowing plot device of some sort. That wasn't important at the moment. As soon as the odd plot device disappeared, I found myself surrounded by the cigars. Welcome back, Agent Motley. Hi. Uh, Why was everybody hiding? We're roaches. It's what we do.
2: It's, uh, it's our thing, you know? I suppose. So, uh, what did you learn?
0: I found out that a revolution is only as good as the people in charge. So, I've always wanted to say this, <laughs> take me to your leader. Leader? Yes, the roach in charge. In charge? Yes, whoever gives the orders. Oh, we don't order
2: nothing. We just eat what's on the floor.
0: I'm talking about the head honcho, numero uno, the big cheese. All right,
2: all right. We saw the movie. What what, what are you talking about? We don't have anybody in
0: charge. Well, somebody's going to be in charge. A, A ruler, a king, a president, somebody. No, no, no. We're an autonomous collective. An anarcho syndicalist commune. All right, all right. I saw the movie. Listen, uh, somebody's got to be in charge if you're going to do something of this magnitude. Oh,
2: okay. Who wants to be in charge? Me, 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 uh Okay, uh, Sally. How about you? Right.
0: No, no, no. That's not how it works. Oh, you got something against Sally? You need somebody smart.
2: Christina ain't smart. We're all smart. We're seagulls.
0: Someone has to make the decisions. We
2: did, and we decided on Sally. Yeah.
0: No, 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 no. That's too simple. You need to have, have, have conventions and have delegates and have people hear and make speeches and, and finally vote on somebody that... They think can maybe get the job done better than someone else. She's like
2: an awful lot of trouble, especially since Sally's already set to go. I
0: sure am. But you've got to have at least two candidates. Boy, that complicates things. You might want to pick somebody that's, uh, you know, outside the immediate political circles. An outsider, as it were.
2: Okay, I nominate you. What? I second that. She
0: can't second her opponent's nomination. Too
2: late. Nominated and seconded. All in favor? Aye. All opposed? Okay, you're the nominee. All right, all
0: right. We need two conventions, one for each party. Ah,
2: we don't have time for that. Let's have one convention for both parties. Yay! This is Decision 16 on CNN, the Cockroach News Network. Here at the convention, our two main contenders are preparing to make their speeches, trying to get your votes, fellow roaches. Our first candidate will be introduced by her husband, who is stepping up to the podium right now.
0: All right, everybody, shut up and listen to the sweetie. Yes, she is. This has been a
3: dirty campaign, and I aim to make it dirtier. If you want filth and sleaze, I'm your candidate as a genetically enhanced roach. I've experienced what it's like to be on the inside. Inside the gunk under the fridge. Inside the garbage can. Even inside the toothpaste tube. There are so many reasons to elect me. That if you put them together, they'd make a mighty hill of reasons. Yes. Yes. A hill-o-reasons, hill-o-reasons.
2: Hill-o-reasons,
1: hill-o-reasons.
3: I have a plan to defeat the humans. I know what makes them cringe. I know what makes them sick. And we are what do those. Don't let anybody tell you that you are all slimy, doom ridden dirty, nasty mistakes of nature. Because that's what I want to tell you, and I love each and every one of you!
2: Our first candidate is getting quite the reception here with that very inspiring speech. And now, to introduce our second candidate... Come, we don't have anybody to introduce him. He didn't think that, I guess. Would anybody like to volunteer to. What's that? That's cute little letters. Oh, okay. A young roach has stepped forward who has written her own introduction for our next candidate. So here she is with an original introduction. Four score and seven minutes ago, we cigars brought
3: forth on this continent a new society conceived in squalor and dedicated to the proposition that all insects are created better. Now we are engaged in a great election war, testing whether these cigars or any cigars so conceived and so dedicated can long avoid big shoes. We are met on a great convention of that election. We here highly resolve that these roaches underground shall have new birth of millions of babies and that government of the roaches, by the roaches, for the roaches shall not perish from the garbage of the earth. Here's Brad.
0: Thank you. Um. Thank you for that... Original introduction and, uh, hello everybody, um, okay, here goes, I may look like a human on the outside, just an ordinary schlump, yes, thank you, yes, yes, but on the inside, because I've been in marketing and advertising all my life, I'm very much like you. I have contributed to roach culture. I never clean my home. I leave garbage out. I have even built beautiful motels just for you. Many of you have checked into my roach motels. Well, actually, those that checked in probably wouldn't be here today. Um, I tend to hide when the lights come on, especially if there's work to be done. We can defeat the humans together. I know how humans think. You wouldn't believe what you can convince them to buy. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. So vote Brad Montworth, the schlump, and tell your friends or kin... Don't say or kin! Sorry. Tell everybody that a vote for Brad is... Uh, uh, what you should do. I didn't have time to come up with a good catchphrase. Sorry. Let me leave you with this one thought. As I stand among you right now, vote for me, because I have size 11 shoes, if you know what I mean. Thank you. Thank you. That ends the speeches, and now a vote
2: is being called for. All right, everybody, it's time to vote. The results of this vote will be heard on Bells in the Battery in a future episode. This has been Bells in the Battery, episode number 147, copyright 2016 by John Bell Creative LLC. And
0: remember, vote early. Vote off and. There's a train headed your way. It's the Transcontinental Terror Express, pulling into the Mutual Audio Network Depot in October. I'm Boris, your conductor. This train is powered by your favorite horror actors, writers, and producers who are dying to entertain you.
1: And I'm Igor, as your engineer on this trip, I can't be held responsible for any accidents, even if they're on purpose.
0: <laughs> I'll make sure your ride is as smooth as the blood on a corpse's face. Uh, you're not fun. It's the best audio horror on the rails. That
1: always goes off the rails. <laughs> be
0: sure to subscribe to the Mutual Audio Network now so you don't. Don't miss a single scary Sunday. And there are
1: five Sundays in October, including... Halloween!
0: Halloween.
1: Five wonderful weeks of fears for your ears.
0: All aboard! The Transcontinental Terror Express! We're working up a good
1: head of scream for you.